Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this 
This is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Rank. Today, just me ranking something in Star Wars. And I will admit, this one's going to be, I think, a little bit different, a little bit weird uh, in its own kind of way. And uh, that's kind of the whole point here. We're having a little fun today. And I've said before, and I'll say it again right here, sometimes we Star Wars fans, uh, maybe going back a few years, but definitely going back the last couple years, uh, we have a, sometimes have a little trouble having fun with Star Wars. I'm not talking about having fun being a Star Wars fan, but just knowing that it's okay to just laugh with Star Wars and occasionally laugh at Star Wars. Uh, the laughing with Star Wars means a lot of us hit the theaters and we want big, deep, serious movies. Some of us even want Star Wars to be gritty, but Star Wars always reminds you that there's a lot of fun to be had inside the walls of these films, shows, books, comics, stories, and more. And also, it's still okay to laugh at Star Wars. It's a pretty silly world. It's a pretty silly collection of stories, films, and characters. And I think it's okay, with a little bit of love, to poke fun at it. I just think we're all so defensive sometimes. I often have to remind myself, and maybe I'm just reminding myself and not just uh, speaking to all of you. Maybe I am, as uh, Evan Peel says in the Star Wars Clone Wars uh, Volume 2, we must face the mirror, which is now Joseph Scrimshaw and I's favorite Star Wars line of all time. Today, we are going to be uh, looking at uh, one of the best, most famous, but still sometimes not known by the generations that came after, uh, parody Star Wars films. Don't call it a fan film. Don't call it that. It is a parody. Uh, and it is, of course, 1978's Hardware Wars. Now, last time out uh, on my uh, Spotlight Star Wars show, we sat down with Jamie Stangroom, who is uh, having some fun with uh, Star Wars and a little fun at Star Wars with his wonderful Lightspeed Tonight uh, internet web series there. Internet web series. That's kind of a, yeah, we get it, Ken. Web series. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, uh, love what Jamie's doing there. And, and every time I see something like that, I it just rem it reminds me of the rich history of Star Wars parodies and Star Wars spoofs. I think uh, depending on what generation you grew up in, you have a different version of those. Uh, different versions and, and different uh, styles of Star Wars parodies that you gravitate to. It might be the robot chicken stuff. I can't deny. Pretty funny. It might be the Family Guy stuff, which I can't deny. Pretty funny. Um, but also, you know, it might be the Muppet Babies episodes in the 80s. I mentioned, I mentioned that a lot when I'm talking about Star Wars because they were probably for a while like my favorite things outside of the movies. Like I couldn't wait to maybe catch a rerun or... Maybe catch a new episode of the Muppet Babies program uh, on a Saturday morning where they go explore the galaxy far, far away. But that all began, I believe, I, I think officially it began with Hardware Wars. Uh, again, this was made in 1978 for $8,000. It is one of the highest grossing like short films of all time when you do the numbers. The amount of money it's made over its lifetime for that $8,000 price tag. The writer-director of it, there was a bunch of people behind the scenes on it, but the writer-director of it was uh, Ernie Fossilis. Uh, he 
is an interesting character if you study his career. And he eventually would get involved in a little bit of Star Wars stuff. Uh, credited as uh, kind of the voices and, and whimpers of Malakili and Garan, the uh, Rancor keepers there, Return of the Jedi, did some uh, uh, arrangements uh, around Laptinag. You could look up some of the stuff. Some places list him as the voice of Pogo the Lesser, other places, uh, yeah, not. But uh, he ended up getting involved in the actual galaxy. Uh, he was a, a filmmaker. Was, this just wasn't one thing he did. Um, and if you look at the film, and if you're familiar with the film, um, this this probably my, you know, Hardware Wars, you say the name to some circles, it just immediately inspires uh, uh, fond memories, nostalgia, uh, and, and maybe memories of remembering, not quite understanding what you were watching. For me, I was so young, I... I had a moment, uh, you know, early on. I, I saw this when I was like four or five, even though it came out in 78. I, I didn't see it then, but it was passed along. It was a collection of short comedy films. Um, uh, Bambi versus Godzilla, I think, was on the, 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 the reel as well. And I just was um, exposed to it because there was a, a, another parody, like, a, like a, a Close Encounters, a third kind parody on this, like, collection of comedy uh, short films. And, and someone uh, my parents knew was in the... Other parody, there's like a, you know, uh, uh, the monkey with the symbols. I vague memories as a kid of sitting down and watching this, and um, because of that, I saw Hardware Wars. We were trying to support our uh, friend of the family, and, and instead, I was exposed to uh, a Star Wars parody that would actually have lasting effects on my Star Wars fandom. Ernie Fossilis is kind of uh, an in interesting character. He's definitely an interesting cat. He's about seventy five now. Um, he is uh, uh, very funny, very quick-witted in any interview. He's definitely got a character, definitely got a point of view. He can sometimes seem to be a little curmudgeonly if you look it up. There was a special edition of Hardware Wars released a little bit uh, uh, later on following the actual Star Wars special editions, and he wanted nothing to do with that, saying it, 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 it adding digital uh, uh, effects to this uh, parody of... of uh, of practical effects just was not uh, not what he wanted and and they had to put a the producers of that film had to put a, a note not approved by Ernie in front of it and uh, then I, I was doing some research on this because I think Hardware Wars kind of came back into uh the conversation a little bit with Last Jedi which uh, famously has the iron scene, uh, the First Order on the supremacy there, uh, the iron uh, the iron droids uh, preparing the First Order uniforms, which was a, an homage to Hardware Wars. Uh, and Ryan Johnson admits that, and it's there, and, and I loved that. I think a lot of people loved that. Either you got it right in the theater, which I did after about a split second. Uh, you know, the shot is designed to confuse you, but then you immediately realize it's an iron. And I just remember thinking, oh, God, did he do it? Did he do it? Did he get Hardware Wars in Star Wars? It turns out uh, Ernie Fossilis, whether tongue-in-cheek or not, gave an interview <laughs> back in 2017. And he was not happy about Hardware Wars being in there. Uh, he, he said... Uh, um, he said this to Huff, the Huffington Post. This is a phrase that got me. Aren't you happy that you finally got into a Star Wars film? No, I'm not. I did the parody. Why would I want to get into an actual Star Wars film? Which is funny considering he actually uh, did in a way. Uh, goes on to say, I thought, oh, great. I'm doing business for The Last Jedi. I'm bringing in customers for their movie. Look, you got to understand. Hardware Wars was a parody. It wasn't a fan film. It really sort of pissed me off because I spent my entire life trying to make a name for myself in a very obscure profession because it's... What came naturally to me, and I consider my parodies art. I thought everyone was going to have fun with it. 
Uh, so there you go. He didn't, <laughs> whether true or not, I'm trying to find more follow-up to that interview. Was he joking or not? Was that some sort of parody? I don't know. But he's an interesting, interesting character. Uh, a little a bit on the movie, if you're not familiar with it. You can find it on YouTube. It's out there. Uh, you, you can find it... Uh, um, and you know, if you can find things, if you look out there on the internet, it's about 12 minutes long. It's done in kind of a coming attractions movie trailer kind of way, more uh, a little bit on who the narrator was. It takes you through a new hope, then star Wars and, uh, just kind of runs through and introduces characters, uh, and takes you to a, uh, well, kind of a galaxy far, far away. Uh, that's kind of, uh, the overview of it here. Uh, if you're familiar with it, hopefully some of the things I'm going to rank here strike a chord in you. If you're not familiar with it, you can either pause and come on back after you watch it or, hey, take in my thoughts, uh, my view of it, my memories of it, and go see for yourself. It's uh, it's rough. It was made in uh, four days in the late 70s with, uh, uh, you know, a, a gorilla crew and, and all those, uh, you know, the tech of the day. It, it, it looks, and one of the producers in an interview says, no, I, you know, it looks like a, a student film, but it, it isn't. Uh, uh, Ernie Fossils was uh, in his early, early 30s when he made this. Uh, the producer who was speaking was uh, like 29. So it was, uh, it was a legit thing. It was a legit film. And it's also interesting to note that the, the film stars uh, a guy named Scott Matthews as Fluke Starbucker. Eh, eh, get it? Scott Matthews, very, very quickly from that point on, and, and even a little bit before, uh, goes on to become a very successful music producer, composer, performer, uh, entrepreneur, and more. Um, it's just one of those little things. Wrote uh, songs for um, uh, Barbra Streisand, the Beach Boys, worked with them, uh, served uh, a major role in uh, albums for Glenn Campbell. Uh, his friend was Robin Williams, worked with him. Uh, and there you go. And a lot of that kind of began for him out of Hardware Wars. Uh, George Lucas said in 1999 that uh, Hardware Wars was his favorite Star Wars parody. And in, in 2003, the film was honored by Lucasfilm. It was given the Pioneer Award at that year's official Star Wars Fan Film Awards. Ah, uh, don't call it a fan film. In front of Ernie Fossilis. Uh, so without further ado, I am going to look back at the film. This is almost a spotlight Star Wars meets Star Wars ranked episode, if, if you can follow. i just here for a little bit to talk about this with all of you. Uh, i just been thinking, again, seriously been thinking about this all week. After having the discussion last week on the show, if you guys have checked it out here on uh, with Jamie Stangram, just talking about Star Wars and comedy. And I come back to this. I talked about that with uh, uh, Kevin Shinnick, who uh, wrote The Force Collector, book uh, for Lucasfilm uh, Press uh, not too long ago, but also worked on Detours and it worked on a lot of the uh, robot chicken stuff. And we uh, were on a panel together. I was uh, hosting this uh, interview with with Kevin for uh, a Comic-Con a couple years, uh, not too far back, just as, the lock, uh, just as the pandemic lockdown was beginning. We had a great conversation on air and off about uh, not the details of, of Detours, but just people who love Star Wars writing jokes and parodies and satire about Star Wars. And it's sometimes uh, e easy to forget that that is more often than not done with love. And it more often than not works when it is done with love. So without further ado, uh, we're going to go into my five favorite things about Hardware Wars. 
That's right. With the tagline, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss. Three bucks, goodbye. More on that in a second. All right. Number five. One of my favorite characters is Aki Ben Doggy. You know, it's an Obi-Wan Kenobi parody. Now, one of the reasons I really love Aki Ben Doggy is I always talk about that shared unique journey we have as Star Wars fans. You hear me talk about that a lot. And and this is one of those things, specifically uh, Hardware Wars, and even more specifically the character of Augie Bendagi for me. Uh, in ninth grade, uh, out there in the early 90s for me, you know, Heir to the Empire is kind of bringing Star Wars back, but we talk about those dark times. Not everyone was a proud Star Wars fan. And I made a reference to Augie Bendagi. And another kid in my class was like, are you, did you just say Augie Ben Doggy? Are, are, you, are you familiar with him and, and, and Ham Salad and, and Fluke Starbucker and Princess Android? And I was like, you better believe I am. And my friend, Joel, who I'm still friends with to this day, coming on uh, almost 30 years, which is crazy. Uh, we uh, we uh, became good friends over a shared love of Star Wars, but it was a shared love of Hardware Wars. And Augie Bendagi was that character. But more specifically here on this list, I wanted to highlight this line. Like I said, this is a little bit of a different Star Wars rank. Bear with me. I'm actually play this line. Uh, I love uh, I love satire even more than parody. But uh, but parody is uh, went on right and considered an art here by Ernie Vosselis, the writer-director. It helps shine a light onto the film's it also helps shine a light back onto, I think, the conversation of the day. A New Hope, Episode 4, Star Wars, is a, understandably and correctly, much-heralded, legendary film. Oh, Empire might have the number one spot as the best Star Wars film of all time, from some people, all due respect to you Return of the Jedi fans out there. Um, but uh, New Hope is at times untouchable, if you know what I mean. It's easy to look back, especially if you're out there in the sequel era where you're uh, dealing with people yelling and screaming about how those filmed those films ruined Star Wars. And especially if you're in the prequel era when everyone was out there yelling and screaming that those films ruined Star Wars. <sighs> Star Wars has been ruined so many times. But I love going back to Hardware Wars uh, made a year after when the film is an international worldwide intergalactic smash hit and i love kind of the 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 pinpoint parody that's going on here that kind of gives a little insight into uh people looking at the movie going i love it but man that thing was a little weird man that thing was a little silly so uh my number five being augie bendagi is just overall an ode to the character but also specifically to this little point when uh uh they uh, highlighted uh augie bendagi's last stand now you go on without me. I'll be all right. Don't worry about me. Ah, oh, oh, what a martyr! See you later, you martyr. So that's what I love. Because really, if you're in a theater and you were in 1977, or maybe you're seeing A New Hope for the first time, whenever uh, you are, and maybe you're a little bit younger when you're seeing A New Hope for the first time. 
you're not plugged into the discourse. You're not plugged into the film critic discourse. Everyone's an expert now, and everyone's very familiar with the behind-the-scenes story of Star Wars and how it was made and Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey and the myths and the fables and the, uh, you know, hero goes into uh, hell and has to come on out. All those things that we are uh, here for as Star Wars fans that we talk about and celebrate and are there for a reason. And, and when you're breaking down Star Wars, especially Joseph and I digging into the themes, you're going to focus on the the great big myth stuff, the hero's journey. But it doesn't mean that if you're sitting in a theater seeing New Hope for the first time and this hero in a robe with a laser sword who has been kind of uh, shepherding Luke along, you're not probably not thinking unless you're really clued in. I, I'm sure there were some fans who maybe saw this coming, but even George himself didn't necessarily see this coming. He realized he had to kind of off Obi-Wan a little bit later on in the in the process of making Star Wars. This moment, this beat where Augie Bendagi uh, is sitting there, uh, you know, making uh, a last stand uh, there, trying to, to save uh, the day, uh, is, uh, you know, not, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's not, uh, he's not, he's just, he's, he's almost giving himself up. He's not going. And everyone there is uh, screaming at him as he takes on Darth Nader. Um, uh, which is an odd parody of Ralph Nader. I guess, you know, he had a comment too in that time too, making us wear seatbelts and whatnot. And, oh, there's a deep uh, uh, old Ralph Nader cut reference for me. Huh? But I love the idea of this. Just, if you're watching that theater, it's like, well, Kenobi, run, Luke said, go. Oh, you fight Vader. Don't put your lightsaber up and get chopped in half. What are you doing? And I love that this part of Hardware Wars really highlights that that was probably a little bit of the water cooler conversation. I love New Hope. But why did why did that Kenobi guy have to just sacrifice himself? What a what a what a fault in the plot! What a plot hole! Oh my God! I'm gonna go get in my car and do an angry video. I, again, you look back, you New Hope's untouchable in, in many ways, and in many ways, I, I agree with that. But uh, there's these kind of things that probably had you scratching your head in '77. 78 and beyond. So I love that this parody highlights that. So there you go. That's my number five. Augie Ben Doggy being a martyr. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Then we go on to another little uh, parody moment uh, that shows... uh, a little bit of insight into the conversation. And I had a lot of fun in watching this uh, before recording. This one really made me laugh because it, it made me think a lot about the conversation around the prequel. So my number four is the most exciting pre-battle briefing of all time. Here we go. Enjoy intense drama in the exciting pre-battle briefing session. Okay, so what you want to do here is this. You want to attack it's that most vulnerable spot. Come at it from this angle and locate the automatic flip-flop override device here, which in turn will diffuse the anti-gyroscopic pre-interface thrust chamber and the uh, pneumatic centrifugal anti-gravity shield deflectors. Then you simply deactivate the axial gyro pre-sub inertia photomegatronic uh, oscillator that you see here. Huh? You pull the plug. And then you got Ernie Fossil's playing uh, essentially Jan Dodonna there. So I love that. It, number one, it's kind of funny. And, and it's just kind of uh, uh, looking at uh, how you bring down the Death Star. You just, you know, you're not worried about Galen Urso in 77. You just know, hey, there's a there's a little tiny hole in the back of the Death Star. You just got to blow it up there. Uh, we'll, we'll get that answer uh, years later in 2016 in a film. Uh, but I, I love that. It makes me laugh now. And it made me laugh as a, as a, as a kid. Uh, but also, again, Prequels come out. We want action. We want pew, pew, pew. We want that uh, whiz-bang feeling. Uh, Joseph always talks about that. Uh, and prequels come out, and we got uh, trade disputes. We've got, uh, you know, uh, you know tr- trade blockades. we got senators. we got cham- Senator cham- we got votes. Attack the Clones, Padme's returning to Coruscant for a very important vote. Uh, we got a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valor. A lot of things, you know, no one wanted that. We wanted the action. Uh, we wanted uh, to, uh, you know, get the, the lightsabers ignited and the Jedis flipping about. The Simpsons and their parody of Phantom Menace, uh, that episode from uh, uh, the time, is actually, it's really good. It's really good. It stings a little bit, especially back then because I kind of, 
was in a weird relationship with the Phantom Menace, trying to figure it all out. And The Simpsons, which I am a big Simpsons fan, uh, comes along and kind of makes fun of the politics of Phantom Menace. We want action. We want action. Now, New Hope is full of action, no doubt about that. But I love that this part of Hardware Wars highlights, and it's like a minute chunk of Hardware Wars. It, it's a bit. You, I just played it for you there. Um, I love that they're focusing on that. Yay, man. Didn't you, uh, didn't you enjoy where they all sat down and got briefed on the war they were about to have? Just getting those X-Wings and Y-Wings and fly. Just take it out. No one wants to hear a briefing. Now, I think it serves a point of establishing what our heroes need to do to win the day. It's, you know, basic screenwriting there, basic filmmaking. But, yeah, I got to imagine you're sitting in the theater going, why, why do we have to watch them go over the blueprints of this thing? Even though the blueprints, the stolen data plans, were pretty important to this film and to the cause of the rebellion. So I, I love this part in Hardware Wars. Just, uh, hey, you know, you pull the plug. That's all you got to do. Now let's get to it. Uh, then uh, my uh, number three uh, uh, entry here is the narrator, Paul Fries. I love this. I, uh, in watching this tonight, had a faint memory that Paul, Paul Fries was the announcer, um, but I, I didn't remember it. So I was watching, and I was like, wait a minute, that is that is Paul Fries. Now, I'll play uh, the outro here. Oh, this is the final beats of the parody film. <laughs> Hardware Wars, a sprawling space saga of romance, rebellion, and household appliances. Hardware Wars, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss three bucks goodbye. Coming soon to a theater near you. Get in line now. So, the farce be with you. May the force be with you. We'll let him uh, take that tag all the way out there. Paul Fries uh, passed away in 1986. He was born in 1920. He had a long career. Long career as an actor, comedian, impressionist, screenwriter. Uh, worked for MGM. Uh, worked for Walt Disney and was uh, doing uh, there during the golden age of animation. Contemporary voice actor with Mel Blanc. Um, but here's the great thing about him. He, if you've been to Disneyland, Disney World, he is uh, he is the ghost. He is the ghost host in the Haunted Mansion. Uh, he is uh, the dead men tell no tales in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, he uh, has, uh, has uh, been in my uh, uh, ears my entire life. And so here he is. This is this little tiny uh, crazy fun parody in 1978. And they get Paul Fries. I love that. Paul Fries uh, is uh, an absolute legend and just uh, adds some gravitas, dare I say, to this uh, silly little parody. And uh, I think uh, that speaks to, uh, I think, the, you know, the legacy importance, if, I, if you will, of Hardware Wars and a fun little note. So that is my number three thing, uh, my uh, third favorite thing of Hardware Wars. Number two, my number two favorite thing of Hardware Wars is the hardware. Yeah. This spoke to a young kid, five, six, seven, not even really understanding what I'm watching. I had I saw Hardware Wars before I saw Return of the Jedi, all right? And Jedi's the one that I, quote, first saw in the theater. I was in a drive-in for A New Hope, but one and had no memory, but I had a, I had a memory first of Hardware Wars. 
So uh, I often uh, uh, go back to that, uh, and that's why, again, I'm right there with Ryan Johnson. Even if Fossilus didn't enjoy it, I I absolutely love The Last Jedi. I had a call out to Hardware Wars. Um, There's the toaster launching TIE Fighters of Toast. There's the waffle iron for the Death Star. There is the basketball, that counts as sports hardware, uh, subbing in for Alderaan. And, of course, uh, the iron, the aforementioned iron as the Millennium Falcon. Uh, is it the highest form of comedy, this particular joke? Not necessarily, but it is the entire concept, and it works. It had uh, it had quite the impression on me. It also speaks to me when you watch an iron flying around or an egg beater flying around, it's also there, or a waffle iron again as the Death Star. It speaks to that uh, imagination we often have as a little kid. I, I can't be the only one that would pick up a, a pen, uh, pick up a pad of paper, an eraser, I'm talking like the old erasers you buy at a student store for like a quarter. And I'd I'd just immediately pretend it was a spaceship. I'd fly it around. I'm not saying that came directly from Hardware Wars, but it's just kind of uh, inherent to our uh, own natural imaginations as kids. Uh, And and, and that uh, is why this particular aspect of Hardware Wars, the hardware, really spoke to me. Again, I think there's some very smart things in here. I think it's uh, the parody, uh, again, when done right, can be an art form. It's not just a, a silly little thing. Um, but uh, this, just the direct basketball for a planet, uh, waffle line for the Death Star, a toaster launching a TIE fighter that's made of toast, it really spoke to me as a uh, seven-year-old. It was high-concept comedy for me. Uh, it was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, and always have memories of that. So uh, that is my second favorite thing. The hardware. The actual hardware. Because we love good hardware in Star Wars. So we should love Hardware Wars. A couple of bonuses that I want to talk about here. Some runner-ups. We always love including that on Star Wars Ranked. I could run through a lot of my little favorite moments. I I, I love Augie Bendagi saying uh, they go through the whole Alderaan sequence. Um, Fluke Starbucker actually uh, gives uh, the the lines that uh, Obi-Wan has in A New Hope, about a thousand voices uh, crying out. And uh, is asking Augie Ben Doggy if he's okay, and and Augie Ben Doggy, who's grabbing his head and, and screaming in pain, says, "Oh no, no, I've just got a headache." Uh, I, I, that that one probably, I have to admit, kind of influenced some of my early comedy, better or worse, it did. They uh, instead of uh, uh, you know Luke's land speeder, they go around in a uh, brown mud brown dune buggy as a speeder, and that I remember distinctly as a kid. And this, because it's real, it's it's practical. It's a doom buggy driving around um, with the the actors in the set, uh, in, in the uh, the doom buggy on the set. I think as a kid, there was a part of me that thought this might have actually been Star Wars. That uh, somehow my parents had got a copy of it. We were watching at home that wasn't on TV. I I, I just I was a little confused with that. So even when I watch it now, uh, I I love that and kind of get taken back to that. There's a moment there where Augie Ben Doggy has to go shut down the tractor beam. And uh, they cut to like a old cartoon of a, like a farmer on a tractor, right? Ha ha, hardy har. But as a young kid, when I saw Harbor Wars again, because we, we, I think we owned a copy uh, at home uh, on a VHS tape, a beat up VHS tape, which had again the, the Godzilla, Godzilla versus Bambi and some, some of the other stuff on there. I remember going back after watching New Hope. Uh, I'd, I'd already have seen Return of the Jedi by this point and Empire Strikes Back, and but I'm like seven, eight years old. And I got to admit, the science of what a tractor beam was, I, it was a little lost on me. And I, and I'm 
hand to God, this is true, saw this uh, part of Hardware Wars. And when Augie Bendagi shuts down the tractor beam, and it's an actual cartoon of a tractor, I suddenly went like, oh, I get it. It's like a tractor. It's like a beam that pulls you. It traps. Oh, and I was enlightened. So there you go. Parody is an art form. It, 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 it holds a mirror up to its subject. And it, it, it shows us uh, uh, the things we need to pay attention to. It enlightens us. And Hardware Wars enlightened me, a young kid, on what a tractor beam was in Star Wars. I also got a shout out Chuchilla, the Wookiee Monster, because who doesn't love a parody of both Chewbacca and the Cookie Monster rolled into one? Um, there is a line, uh, Princess Android uh, is sitting there as Darth Nader uh, holds her captive, and uh, they got the basketball on the screen, and then uh, the waffle uh, iron, uh, the waffle maker, uh, Death Star blows up the basketball. But she's sitting there begging for uh, Darth Nader not to do it. No sign of Tarkin. In this parody, by the way, which is interesting because maybe Kenner saw this and was like, well, if Tarkin doesn't even make Hardware Wars, why do we need to make a a Kenner-Tarkin figure? Uh, Anyways, Princess Android says at one point, uh, no, 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 it's a peaceful basketball. I almost want to put that one on a shirt. Don't you steal that. I want to do that. It's a peaceful basketball. I'll give Ernie Fossilis all the money. Uh, Also interesting to note, Ham Salad, uh, the, uh, you know, excellent parody of Han Solo. Um, he at one point, uh, really highlights, uh, he says, I've got a bad feeling about this. And this is again in, in 78, you always, you'll often hear us talk about, uh, uh, not just me and Joseph or Jennifer, but just older star Wars fans. And we can be annoying. If you're a younger generation star Wars fan, we can be a little annoying. We get it. We get it. We get it. Um, uh, there is uh, a moment where Ham Salad, played by Bob Knickerbocker, excellently, I might add, uh, says, uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. It, 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 like, we, like we in our generation say, like, Akbar saying it's a trap wasn't like a thing back then. It was a thing, but it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a T-shirt. I've got a bad feeling about this. Became a thing, and it became a thing probably, you know, by Empire, by Jedi, and, and now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. And people have strong opinions on who and how you say I've got a bad feeling about this. I personally love that BB-8 beeps it in Last Jedi. I think that's great. I think that's witty. I think that's different. Happy beeps, buddy. Happy beeps. Other people, not so much. All right, we don't want to bring that up again. But I love that uh, this is highlighted. I've got a bad feeling about this. Not a, a line not changed. It's just a line taken from the movie and highlighted. And... I'm not saying this uh, this line from Hardware Wars made it a thing and made it something that uh, appears in every movie and often many times every episode of uh, Clone Wars for a while. It seemed, I don't know, maybe George Lucas saw that and thought it was funny. I don't know. I'm just saying. We don't know the whole story. We'll get that whole, you know, is there an Art of Hardware Wars book we can get that tells some behind-the-scenes stories? Anyways, Bob Knickerbocker did a great Han Solo as Ham Salad, and I thought he really nailed that. I've got a bad feeling about this line and highlighted it for the rest of us. So uh, from there, we're going to go to my number one favorite thing about Hardware Wars. And this is a line from Ham Salad. The whole reason I'm doing this again is to highlight every once in a while I need to remind myself, and I do it often here on uh, Spotlight Star Wars, when I'm just kind of monologuing to you, but also to myself, facing the mirror, as it were, that it's okay to remember it's Spaceballs, Troops, Kevin Rubio's uh, excellent parody, M- Muppet Show, Muppet Babies, um, 
And I am up at show Pigs in Space even, yeah. Um, Star Wars is a wild, fun, inspirational, and important franchise. It's changed my life. It's changed yours if you're listening now. It's also just silly. It's wonderfully silly. And we all can agree to come around the campfire and share these stories and share these inspirations and share the tears over the parts of the story that get us, that inspire us, that scare us or challenge us and make us cry. I love a good Star Wars cry. But I also love those silly backwards, uh, uh, background uh, quotes. What is she proposing? Facing the mirrors are one of late air to Force Center. We might be saying that a lot. Um, I care. All those lines. Joseph and I have been talking about it too uh, recently. Just those things we love. A stormtrooper hitting his head turns into a wonderful documentary by Stan, Jamie Stan, Stan Groom, uh, Empire Strikes Door. We all experience these films. They inspire us, they move us, but they also make us laugh. And you have to just remember sometimes it is just a movie. Which is why my number one favorite thing about Hardware Wars is the moment where it's starting to go a little wonky. The tractor beam's going to pull them into the Waffle Iron Death Star. Fluke Starbucker's freaking out. Again, Scott Matthews really does a great job capturing the naive farm boy energy. And he's begging Ham Salad to take care of him. Uh, Chuchilla's going a little crazy. And Ham Salad says, take it easy, kid. It's only a movie. And that might be the quote that I need to take out of Hardware Wars. Frame on the wall. Whenever I get a little upset at someone else's opinion about Rise of Skywalker that doesn't meet mine. When I see a, a meme shared about the sequel trilogy era the one that's been going around lately that's kind of chapping my hide. Uh, when I get a little grumpy and want to go hide out on Octo, I just got to remember, take it easy, kid. It's only a movie. So thank you, Ernie Fossilist. Thank you, everyone involved in Hardware Wars. You absolutely made this young boy laugh. And in looking at Star Wars with a, a, a comedic eye and a little bit of parody, a lot of spoof, and a lot of toasters. You made me love this galaxy even more. So thank you. And if you haven't had a chance to check out Hardware Wars, do yourself a favor. Sit back for 12 minutes. Have some fun with this crazy galaxy. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to me here on Star Wars Ranked. Uh, thank you for listening uh, to us on Force Center. You can find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod or on Instagram, YouTube. You can like our Facebook page at Force Center Podcast. You can get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. Get a free audiobook on us at audibletrial.com slash Force Center. You can uh, find the podcast in a lot of different spots, including Spotify and Amazon Music. We're, home, uh, we're housed and our home is on Anchor, and you can support us on Anchor if you want, or you can support us directly at patreon.com slash force center. Follow me at Kednapsock or go to my website, kednapsock.com to get information on all the things I do, including my book, Why We Love Star Wars, still out there wherever fine books are sold. So that is it for now. So for Ham, Salad, Augie Ben Doggy, Fluke, Starbucker, and the rest of the Hardware Wars cast. We'll see you next time. Star Wars has been ranked.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.